Hi guys, just David here. This week before we start, I just wanted to mention if anyone would be kind enough to leave us some iTunes reviews for either the 1UP Gaming Podcast or OUG Talks. We do have over 150 Steam keys to give away as it was our 150th podcast, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago now. So if you just leave us a nice review and leave your Twitter handle within the review, so we can just go through and pick winners and send those codes out as soon as possible. So thank you, and Justin, on with you. I guess we got something to mention before we, you know, get this show on the road. So I would like to, I'm going to take a second, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this and mention this real quick. This week we're sponsored by Audible. So if you'd like to listen to interesting movies and books, and, you know, we all do, you can try Audible for a 30-day free trial. And uh, in that, your first book or whatever you want to listen to really is free. And of course, if you don't like audiobooks, then you can exchange it for another one for free. So you've really got nothing to lose here. But if you visit www.audibletrial.com slash O-U-G, you can get a 30-day trial. Your first book is free. And if you don't like it, exchange it for another one. So you got nothing to lose. And we're here with the 1UP Gaming Podcast. I'm not sure what episode it is. I've lost count now. But we've got a special guest. So I guess I'll just do the same thing for everyone. If you just want to introduce yourself and just say what you do, please. Uh, well, first of all, I'd, uh, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, my name is Kyle Hester. I am an actor and a producer in in Los Angeles, California, uh, working on a, a few movies. And anything in particular? Well, sure. Um, first off, uh, what I have going on is the uh, zombie with a shotgun, and I will be playing Sheriff Hank Ray in that, and uh, and that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun. It's like a, a different twist on on the zombie genre. And uh, like, what if, uh, yeah, what if you give a, a zombie a shotgun and he can actually think and knows what to do with it, you know? So it's, it's a lot to think about. So, I mean, if if people don't know, there is a, like a little web miniseries out, five episodes. Each one's only about four or five minutes long. I mean, for me, the, it's different because it's, I think it's, Hinting at the fact that he is a zombie, but it might not be a zombie. Do you know what I mean? It might be some sort of other disease or infection. Right. I, I think that, that's, uh, that it, it touches on that for sure. I think that, uh, you know, it gives the opportunity to explore, you know, what, uh, what would happen, you know, if, um, you know, if it, if it was a virus, you know, and it could be, uh, something that you would have to deal with in one way or the other. And, um, so I think they would definitely will be able to explore um, those kind of elements in the film, and that's what that's what we're we're looking to uh, to accomplish here with the with the Indiegogo fundraiser to get that off the ground. So I mean, will the movie be the same actors that were in the miniseries? Um, that would be up to Hilton, the uh, the creator and director. Um, but first off, what you know, we're going to do is basically get the uh, get the budget in place, and then um, I think that all of that will be determined uh, later uh, during the casting process. So, and it'll depend upon you know because we're going to be shooting in Los Angeles, and he had done it in New York where he lives. So there will be some logistical things uh, to to work out if um you know if the cast you know would stay the same or we're going to be casting a lot out here so so that, that will all be worked out right and I mean just um, 
a random sort of question. I myself wrote a like a cartoon web series. It was going mm-hmm. to be ten episodes, each about ten minutes long. And I was talking with, um, if I say the name, oh god, what the hell's his name? Something Diamond. The he played Screech and Saved by the Bell. I completely blanked. Oh, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I've completely not Dominic Diamond. I don't, I, it's Summit Diamond. I know that. But we were talking with his agent, and mm-hmm. basically, I wanted him to voice one of the main characters, and. Mm-hmm. It was only going to be literally about half an hour voice work needed. And they were asking, I think it was about £7,000. Do you think that's quite a lot to ask? (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Basically, it's an agent's job is to get as much money for their client as possible. So, um, and whatever value you think a particular name brings to your, it's like, will you recoup that money by having a particular actor in your film? Like, is their draw going to pay for that salary? So I think that it's, it's strictly a supply and demand kind of, of thing. And that's how, you know, Mark Wahlberg, you know, can, can make 20 million or however much he's making, you know, per picture, because, that 20 million will be more than paid for by the people that his fans that go to see all of his movies. So, so that's kind of how, how that gets negotiated, you know? Um, so yeah, so it, but it's all, it's all perception and, and what you think and what you're trying to accomplish with it. And, um, does that name, you know, bring that value to your project? So I think that that's, that's how that all works. Yeah, and as you were talking, I just remember Dustin Diamond. <laughs> right, right, Dustin, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, unfortunately, his agent, we all booked the call to have, like, a, a group meeting, and unfortunately, uh-huh. bad things happened, and he's sort of like, I don't know if he's actually in jail now, or, like, house arrest, or whatever's happening to him. Cause, like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Because he's sort of like... Stabbed someone on New Year's Eve or something last year. But oh yeah. God, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I know is that the rest of my team, because I I was saying to him that we're talking with this guy, and they just kept emailing me loads of clippings about Dustin Diamond facing twenty five years in prison and all this other stuff. It's like, oh, okay. So yeah, that sort of fell through. And <laughs> wow, well that's pretty intense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we had all set up. We were going to launch a Kickstarter. He was due to go on one of the Tonight Shows or Late Night or whatever it is in America. And he was mm-hmm. going to plug it on, on the show. And that was within the fee that we agreed. You know, he'd do all the voice work and did help do a Kickstarter video and did promote it a little bit for us. Sure. And I was quite happy with that. And we also agreed that if the Kickstarter failed, we'd just pay him a small a small fee just as a thanks for trying, not the full sort of outlay. And yeah, unfortunately, that went horribly wrong. So yeah, well, you know, I think that that um, that's the problem with Kickstarter. That's the with the the all or nothing thing, you know, which is actually something that we just you know changed from Kickstarter to Indiegogo for that reason. 
So I think as a, as a producer, it's like um, basically knowing that you're going to get this done no matter what. And um, I think if you have, if you had that in mind and, and some other ideas on how to fundraise and whatnot, then, then, then Kickstarter might not make sense, you know, but uh, I know a lot of people use it and, um, and we, you know, had, you know, a pretty good chunk in there. Um, but the, we, you know, at the halfway point, we were less than halfway to the goal and was like, I can't waste another month, you know, um, on, on Kickstarter knowing that it might fail by a few thousand dollars. And then we wasted two months of time. And I, so I, I cannot abide by that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one of the good things about Indiegogo, the fact that you can do as you say, like a, a flexible funding where you want so much, but even if you only get half that, you're still allowed to collect that money. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, well, which... I mean, basically, I think, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the goal here is, is to make a film. So and we are absolutely going to do that with a zombie with a shotgun. And um, so it's like if if you don't. You know, if if at first you don't succeed, try try again. It's like you know, relaunch it and keep going until you get the money you need. So um, I think it's just, but some people don't, you know, don't think necessarily like that. Like, oh well, we'll give it a shot on Kickstarter, and if we make it, you know, we we that'd be great. We'll do it. And if we don't make it, then we don't do the project. And I, I can't think like that. You know. I mean, watching the the little mini series things, I was sort of like watching through, and I mean. I like the idea. I mean, I don't know if the movie is going to be something similar where he gets infected at the beginning and it takes the entire movie for him to maybe transform. And that's what excited me when I heard about the the Fear, the Walking Dead series, where it said it's going to be set at the beginning of the outbreak, where you'd Mm -hmm. actually see things slowly evolving. And then about four episodes in, it just completely lost the plot. But I liked the idea of that way. It's like a slow build. Right. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think there's going to be several elements of uh, of of change and um, and what what do you do if this happens? And then uh, some some characters will kind of like uh, their plot line will change a little bit because of those things. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be exciting, and um, I'm I'm excited for it for sure. So the Kickstarter, no, eh, the Indiegogo page. Um, I've just been looking at some of the the actual levels, and I believe mm-hmm. the cheapest level to actually get hold of, like the movie itself, a uh, physical disc, would be is it fifty dollars? Uh, yes, yeah, that that is correct. We have, I mean, at twenty five, you know, you would get the uh, the streaming link, so you do get to you know to have a copy of it. Um, but yes, to actually get a DVD, it, yeah, $50, but you also get, you know, the other stuff, everything below that as well. You signed artwork and the signed DVD and, um, there's all kinds of stuff that, uh, that you basically like with Indiegogo, the, the thing about it is it, all of this stuff becomes collectible, you know, because this is the only time that any of this is available is during the buildup for a film. So if you, you know, want to collect things and, and you like cool stuff that, uh, that you can kind of put on your wall or, or you like, you know, autographs and that kind of thing, this is, this is the way to get those things that you probably 
would not be able to get any other way unless you go to a convention and the actor that you want to have the autograph is, you know, happens to be there. So I think that um, it's it's a great thing for, for the fans to play a part and help something happen and get cool stuff. I can see there's some artwork on the page itself and it's really quite nice. Is that the sort of artwork that you will get with some of the the funding levels? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is um, actually, I think that's at the $60 level, you get um, some some of the signed uh, comic artwork and, and uh, Hilton, the director and myself will be signing those things. Uh, so and that's, that's the only way to get that is through the um, through the Indiegogo. So so, yeah, it's, there's some definitely some cool artwork that uh, that you be able to to frame up. Maybe about a year ago now, we actually interviewed Keith Allen, who is one of the main stars of Z Nation. Mm -hmm. We were sort of talking with him, and we sort of asked him which zombie world does he think's the most sort of like fleshed out and believable. Of course, his he had to go with Z Nation because you know you can't go against your own little baby. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, which which sort of like movies or comics or tv series do you enjoy in that sort of setting well you know what i kind of i like to see different takes on things so i'm not like a well this this world has to be like this so i actually enjoy seeing what different people's takes on it is it's like uh you know um basically each thing becomes their own world and and i'm i'm a fan so i i don't i don't actually have um have a preference i like i like to see you know creatives be creative and see what see what you come up with and it's like oh that's cool you know or eh that doesn't really work you know but uh but, but I, I love to see all the different takes as i was doing a bit of research i sort of looked into some of the old zombie movies and one that's maybe one of the most recent the Shaun of the Dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, in the UK, that came out and was quite a big hit. And then in the US, the distributor sort of held it for a year because they thought the American market wasn't right for it. And they basically waited until was it Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake came out. And then a week later, they launched it just on the coattails of that. Yeah. I don't understand necessarily why you know distributors do what they do sometimes. Um, I'm sure that you know every everyone uh, has their own idea about marketing and what the best idea for releases are. But uh, you know, I'm, I think if something's good, you got to let it go, you know, and you know, let it fly on its own. And I think that that's that kind of ideal that they that people do is like, well, if we wait for this and you know that kind of thing on the on the tails of this, so you end up where you're not really creating your own thing anymore. It's like you're, you're waiting for somebody else to set the tone for you. And then you're just a lemming, you know, you're just like, okay, well let's, yeah, this, this worked for that guy. Let's do that. You know? So there's, you kind of lose creativity in, in that kind of thinking. So that's why I think, um, you know, you get behind these in, these independent films and and artists and you know it's like if you see something on Indiegogo that that you like support it because that's this is how this happens. Looking at the zombie with a shotgun, to me it's it's a similar sort of thing to what Shaun of the Dead was. It's a zombie movie, but it's completely off the sort of spectrum of what's the normal zombie movie. Right. You know. Yeah. 
And I mean, I, I will say yeah, the I, I was looking at some of the tweets for something that I mean, I'll be honest, it's something that I'd never really heard of before. But the Twitter followings, you've got like over a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, that's. So that's uh, Hilton, you know, I think that, you know, this has been a, a long time in in development and, uh, you know, he's got those, uh, you know, the web series off and he's making, you know, making a comic uh, graphic novel out of it. So I mean, it's a it's a thing. And I think it's been a it's been a while of, you know, building the audience up. It, it, people hear about it and, you know, then and that's that's what it's all about. You know, if you don't have money to get on tv and and do that kind of thing for marketing it's like you know twitter is a great a great way to to kind of get in front of people do you know if hilton himself will be like directing or will it be some other person that will come in and, and direct no hilton will be directing yeah so so he would he will be directing and um i'll be playing the sheriff um and then uh we'll we'll see we'll see what kind of exciting casting happens once we get the budget so i mean just as a curiosity for myself the Mm -hmm. web episodes do you have a rough idea of how long they took to shoot and the budget for them uh i i don't have any idea no i i met hilton um after he had done all that so so that that'd be a good yeah i mean he would he would actually be able to answer all those questions because i know for a fact that some of the movies that you watch, the low-budget movies, you think, oh, that looks really quite ropey with the editing and things like that. But, I mean, I've tried... I mean, I'm actually making a documentary and just trying to edit it all together and put it all into order. It's a hell of a mm-hmm. lot harder than it actually looks. Yeah, I'm not going to edit it. You know, I mean, here's here's the thing. The way that my take on it is, is, is you let the... People do what they do best. Let them do that. You know, like I'm not going to try to learn how to edit, you know, um, to, for a feature film. You know, it's like uh, that. We'll we'll get into all that in post production, and you know, somebody's like an awesome editor that that works on this movie and that movie and this movie, and and they know how to do that. So then, okay, we'll uh, you know, we'll sell a bunch of T-shirts and pay that person to edit. You know, so uh, I think that when when you try to Try to do things that are outside of of one's um, well learning curve. You know, I think that it, you can get in trouble. Whether um, instead of just like finding someone that already knows how to do that, and you save yourself a lot of heartache. Uh, you said at the start that the project was on Kickstarter, and like from when I saw that, I I thought it was doing quite well with the funding, and then all of a sudden. It just sort of like disappeared, and then I noticed that it moved over to Indiegogo. But as you say, it was because of different ways that they handle things. So you thought it better fit the project. Sure. Well, I mean, also you know, people are funny on Kickstarter. I mean, because people will represent themselves as having a lot of money and then change their perk amount and pull out, and you know, and that happened several times where it's like you know you think you have some backing some people but they, they were just kidding so i'll change that perk you know and and whatnot and and reduce it from 250 to seven dollars you know that kind of thing which you can do on kickstarter because uh it, it's part of their program you know it's like you can alter change you know the perk amount 
And um, so I think there's some people that uh, that do that. And um, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> so because it's like it's messing with like, you know, the whole thing is like, is that real? You know, is, is whatever that amount is, is that real? You know, or, or is it, uh, you know, we're going to get down to it. And someone's like, oh, shit, you know, I I put in a thousand dollars, but I can't really afford a thousand dollars. So I'll just come back down and get the uh, the streaming link for twenty five bucks. And then the Kickstarter doesn't make it because somebody just wanted to feel like a big shot, you know. So whereas, um, you know, with Indiegogo, it is what it is. So if like if somebody has the money and they put it in, it's right there. There it is. So, you know where you stand, you know, with your project. So, um so yeah, so there you go. That's what I think. <laughs> and I mean, when you explain it like that, it it does make it sound a lot safer to go with Indiegogo. Have you found that Indiegogo's just as well known, or do you think Kickstarter's still the big dog of the fundraising sort of things? Well, I think Kickstarter is more well known because that's what people talk about. You know, it's like you know the. Uh, when you get those those big you know superstar a list people that jump on Kickstarter who have like a bazillion fans and all that kind of stuff and they know that you know they're going to be successful because they have you know a bazillion fans so um, so it's kind of like and those are the things that get all the attention um, but but I think that definitely you know like I was saying earlier if you if you know that you're definitely making a project and you can count on what you have, what you see in front of you is real, you know, then you know where you stand and you know what you have to do. So instead of like, uh, you know, going, putting in two months, cause you live and breathe, um, a, an Indiegogo or, or a Kickstarter, it's an everyday thing. You are, it's not like you can push a button, walk away you know, for two months and then come and see what you have. I mean, you'll have zero, you know, because it, it's all about your relationships and, and uh, you know, how much you put it out there in front of people and talk about it and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, so we found out that, that we were going to be putting as much energy into Indiegogo as we were into Kickstarter. But it's like now, at least, we know it's real. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a script or will that all be decided after the, the funding and all that sort of like settled? Do we have a script? Yeah, or like a, a rough outline of what the movie will be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that, um, you know, we can't can't let out too many of uh, the plot elements. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be... It's, it's very cool. I love what Hilden's doing with it. Your character in the movie, would you say he's joint sort of co-star or just like a bit part oh my part yeah no yeah my part's a major role so yeah it's um it's a yeah, it's a big part of the plot so i would have a guess you're the guy who's trying to track down the main zombie guy i believe that uh yeah that that's probably me so it's a bit, <laughs> a bit like a remake of the fugitive and you're tommy lee jones <laughs> you know what? I'd love to be compared to Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> so I'll take that. <laughs> so the project is live now on Indiegogo. I guess people can find it just by going to Indiegogo and searching zombie with a shotgun. Yeah, you can search it through uh, zombie with a shotgun or you can follow it through the, the many Twitter posts that uh, that I have on on my Twitter feed, and also the you know the zombie with a shotgun Twitter feed. So it, it's all over any of any of those places. So it's it, it's uh, it should be relatively easy to find. It's uh, for the Twitter is at 
zombie w a shotgun and um and mine is at kyle d hester and i will say it's been an absolute pleasure talking with someone who's a major star with a glorious voice <laughs> thank you so much oh yeah i was i was going to say um actually my my wife is um she's a, a writer and uh, she, tracy ray she's writing um, another film that I'm in, involved in, or actually a couple of other films, but there's a, a history um, to Scotland. She is the the 19th great granddaughter of Robert the Bruce. 19. So, That's quite a long time ago. <laughs> that is quite a long time ago. But uh, yeah, she did she did the research, and like sure enough, she's the 19th great granddaughter. So you know, so uh, so she's a, she's a, maybe a distant relative. <laughs> well, like I mean, I'm from. North Yorkshire in England, but I've actually moved up to Scotland anyway, so I'm actually living in Glasgow now. And oh, cool. I cannot understand the word these people are saying. <laughs> I, I just, I just stand hilarious. and nod at them. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but the, the newest movie, oh, these names just escape me, like... It's the Snow White one, the hunt is it the Huntsman? Oh the Huntsman, yeah, I, I have not seen that yet. The two main stars are doing really bad Scottish accents. But I mean oh, when when I saw the review, it was like it's bordering on being like proper offensive racist sort of like you know, <laughs> the accent they were trying to do. Really? Yeah, it's and they played a clip of it and it was really bad. So yeah, that might be worth so- watching just for the laugh. Yeah, that's that's really too bad. I hadn't um, I hadn't seen those reviews, um, but I tell you what, um, God, casting is is so important. I mean, it just depends upon on what you want to do and what you're trying to you know do with your films. It's like uh, you know, basically my my rule. I was just in um, in the chair. With, uh, I actually ended up being a producer on the chair with, uh, with Bill Oberst Jr. and um, Noah Hathaway from never-ending story and that galligan who was uh in gremlins um and um that was an awesome experience but all of the actors are amazing you know so you it's like if you're if you're trying to make a film that you you got to have the cast that can pull off the roles and make it believable otherwise what are you doing you know, so that's just what I think. <laughs> Getting back to like when I was doing my animated series, I actually had mm-hmm. sort of like Dustin Diamond agreed on board, and I also had verbal agreements with I can never remember what her name was, but she played someone in Back to the Future. I think it was Martin McFly's girlfriend. Oh, cool. And is it Ian? Ian Zering? Yeah, he was in Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, yeah, Ian Zering. Yeah, uh, we had sort of like, they were the buffs, they were the same agent, and they they agreed. They liked what they read, and, but again, they wanted about, I think it was about seven grand. Right. Yeah. And to me, that's a hell of a lot of money, but I guess to, to them, that's loose change. Well, you know what? To me, that's a hell of a lot of money, and I think once you, uh, you know, you can't lose perspective on that. 
you know so yeah it's 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 that's what makes it difficult to uh to get you know star names in small independent films so it it really is like uh hey man you know you want to do me a favor you know kind of thing if you know them you know and uh, so i will be i will be trying to call in my favorites as i go along here too but yeah to it can be, you know, going through the agents and managers. It can be a, certainly a, a a big money kind of thing because that's that's their job is to get their clients as much money as possible. To be fair, all three of them people that I was talking to, they might not be as big now, but in the early nineties, they were probably in some of the biggest shows in the world. Oh yeah, no, d- absolutely, absolutely, and that's why you know that's why they can ask for that, you know. So uh, I'm sure that they. They get it a lot, so that's why you know if you want those people, it's like okay, well that's what it is, and if not, you know they'll they turn stuff down all the time. So and uh, you know it's a, the supply and demand kind of thing. So that's kind of what it all comes down to. As you say, you've done a lot of other things other than acting in your career. I mean, I'm just wondering if, say, someone comes up to you with a project and they're looking for only. 500 or a thousand dollars to fund the project what sort of advice would you give them you know to, how to try and get funding for that if they're just for 500 a thousand bucks or something yeah make a t-shirt you know i, I would say yeah design a t-shirt and, and sell sell a bunch of shirts to uh, to back your project it's it's easier to um to get people to buy a thing you know than an idea so, so I think that, uh, which is, you know, with Indiegogo perks, it's like you, you want to be sure that people are getting something that they don't feel like it's like giving you money, you know? So, um, I think that that's, that's key. So that like, what are, what do they get for this money? And, um, so yes, that, that's what, that's what it is. I have talked to someone who's making a movie called Balls for Brooklyn mm-hmm. and, he sort of advised me that the way funding's gone, he said from the last five years it's completely changed. And now it's much easier to have a finished product to sort of show people that might need cleaning up, but to show so they know what they're getting rather than sort of saying we've had this idea and we need like 10 grand. You know, people aren't willing to give the money now, whereas five, six years ago, there's a lot more money being swapped around. Is that something you've noticed? Uh... Well, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, any anything that you can do that kind of shows maybe proof of concept or artwork or, or something like this is this is what we're going for. You know, I think that if you can do anything like that, then that'll be better than not having anything because otherwise then it just becomes an idea. And it's like, well, I've got a lot of ideas and everyone has ideas, but it's like, how do you you know, what are you going to do with that idea and how do you actuate, you know, what you're, what you're talking about. So, but do I think that you need to have like, you know, a half finished thing? No, you know, I think uh, something, you know, something that kind of proves that, you know, that you can do what you're saying you can do. I think that's really what it comes down to. You know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's for me, you know, I mean, I have my acting reel, you know, that, uh, that, you know, if somebody wanted to hire me as an actor, you know, it's like you can you can look and see what my range is, you know, and um, so you have something out there. So I think anything that, that shows provability of what you're trying to accomplish is what you're looking to do. Because, I mean, I know 
uh, I can't remember which actor it was, but someone that did one of the Marvel movies, they said mm-hmm. it, was, it was the best decision that they made because they can do that one movie to keep them paired and then the next mm-hmm. two or three years just do little independence that they really want to do. I, yeah, I love that, yeah. But anyway, we've got a bit sidetracked there, so <laughs> anyone that's, <laughs> that's listening, right. please go to the Indiegogo page, pledge money for the zombie with a shotgun, and as we say, the lowest sort of like donation, well not donation, pledge you can do to receive the like the streaming link for the movie is $25, so I'd have a guess that's about £18. I think I don't know. I mean, maths are really bad. That's but... <laughs> all right, but yeah, I mean, there, there's less ex- less expensive things in that too. I mean, you know, if you just want to chip in five bucks because you think the project is cool, you know, then you can do that. I mean, so yeah, there's there's no minimum that you can do, you know, to show support for an independent film. It's all appreciated. Like Hilton, sort of messaged me on Twitter last week, and he was saying, "Would I like to sort of like." chipping with the funding and I emailed back saying that I get paid on the 17th so once I get paid I'll I will so I'd like chip in and, and donate to the project and that's very much appreciated it's it's the least I can do and I mean if anyone's got I think it's one and a half thousand dollars you can actually go and become a zombie yeah which is come on pretty, come pretty on cool. down three thousand yeah that, that'll that'll Ooh, is that a hundred thousand? No, no, no. I don't think they allow ten, that. Is it ten thousand? I think ten thousand is the max of yeah, ten thousand executive producer. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't have ten thousand dollars, but there are people that uh, there are people that do. There are people that they, you know that have a lot more money than than I can think of, and uh, so that's for them. And the, they, you know the. The smaller amounts would be for people like me. <laughs> so it's all it's all appreciated, you know? A little bit back to the movie then. The campaign itself will run for about another two months. Right. So... Yeah, it's um basically here here's what we need to do. Um we have the the like to be successful, I'm using air quotes again, uh, is thirty five thousand dollars. Now, is that enough to make a movie? No, it's not. So, so we need it to it, like once it hits the thirty-five thousand dollars, then on Indiegogo it runs as an in-demand thing, so it stays open. So basically, we need uh, you know fan support to to make it happen and to get it past the thirty-five thousand and and to keep on going, because um, like realistically to make a to make a, a feature film, um, it's you know it's probably like seventy-five grand at least. You know, just to uh, just to get something in the can, and that's not including, um, you know, post production. So we'll we'll run another one for post production, but uh, but that's honestly what we're looking at is probably like you know raising seventy five grand. So so yeah, so we got to get past that thirty five in order to to put it into an in demand um, project. Yeah, and I mean, as you say, seventy grand that it's still not much really for a, a feature length movie. No, it's no, no, it's it's not at all, and so, yeah, so that is that is the minimum with uh, probably you know I, I get I'll probably get to eat peanut butter sandwiches you know on the set you know kind of thing, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know we're just uh, we're just trying to make a movie here, so you know 
We'll get it done, one way or the other. Another random thing. I'm so glad I'm not American, because everyone goes on about peanut butter. In the UK, it's not that big of a sort of snack, and I, I don't really like peanut butter. But in America, you just everyone goes on about peanut butter. I mean, even is it peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. <laughs> so is that's it, funny. I mean, again, is jelly just jam? Just jam, yeah. Yeah, because over here, jelly is something completely different. <laughs> oh, okay, no, it's jam. Right. <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought now. <laughs> that's all right. You know, when you start talking about peanut butter and jelly, then we're not talking about movies anymore. So, what are you going to do? <laughs> But thank you for for having me on, man. I, I appreciate the time. It's as I say, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I wish you the best of luck because you sound as though you're one of these people that you you're not making much money from doing the movie, but you're passionate about the project, and you're giving so much time and effort into helping. Thank you very much. I, I would say that uh, that's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, so. Um, uh, you know, ho- hopefully, uh, hope one day down the road, you know, I I actually have lots of money, and then uh, you can just like do these things, you know. But until then, you know, it's like it's going to be a, a fan, a fan supported thing. So, and I'm a fan myself. I love films, so so I'm just uh, trying trying to be one of the good guys, getting some done. Okay, so thank you so much, Kyle. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, and I'll anytime. Okay, thank you, and goodbye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, Maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.